Welcome to Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane. This is where we talk about e-commerce development, solutions, digital marketing, and all things e-commerce. Be sure to check out the description below each video to find additional resource links and show notes. We upload new videos each day. Please like and subscribe to our channel. In this episode of our tech series, CEO Robert Giovannini will discuss what should be considered when deciding whether to build a website from scratch or buy a theme off the shelf. Hi, welcome again to uh, Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane. I'm Robert Giovannini, the CEO and co-founder of Iron Plane. We've been looking at this series of how do you choose a platform with so many options out there, uh, particularly uh, if you're trying to grow what you're using, how do you know what you're getting is the right one? How do you choose uh, between what look like very similar platforms, uh, but wildly different cost structures uh, and support mechanisms? So we, we started in our first video talking a lot about the inventory. Just even if you already have an existing platform, sitting down and saying, okay, what are all the features that I'm looking for? And not just me, but any stakeholder I can think of, whether it's a client, a vendor, uh, the executive team, marketing, sales, anybody that would have a reason to interface with the website or want the results of what the website's producing, you want to think through that inventory of all those features and then begin to rank them, right? You know, pro, you know must have, like to have. And you got to be really honest in this case because we all want everything. The reality is there's very few platforms, particularly platforms that are going to fit your needs 100%. What we're looking for here is a solid fit. And then the ability to scale or extend that platform to accommodate your other wishlist items and then hopefully uh, accommodate things that you haven't even thought of yet, at least for some period of time in the future. Now, once you have all that, uh, one of the big decisions you're going to come down to always is buy versus build. And at first glance, it seems like this is, you know, this is a black and white question. I'm either going to get a platform and use it and live within it, uh, or I'm going to build something completely from scratch. And, and in most cases, particularly in the e-commerce world, it's not such a, a stark difference. Uh, you might have a platform that has a lot of your core features that you'd find in any e-commerce platform uh, that would be kind of crazy to build if you don't need to. Uh, and then you're going to build custom modules or extend its capabilities to suit your particular needs. Now, where you fall on that spectrum, again, comes down to that inventories list that you've done, and you're going to look across and go, okay, this particular platform seems to cover all the things I want to do today, but I'm feeling nervous about my ability to accomplish these future goals that I want to eventually bring into the platform itself. And so those are the kinds of trade-offs. AWS, uh, the COO of AWS put together a nice chart, which I'm going to pull up here, and, and I'll put a link to uh, to the, the actual full article. But I like this breakdown. He set up a quadrant of four uh, areas. You know, in quadrant one, you have your custom build and he, and he notes microservices there. Uh, it's high-end innovation, high-end integration, right? So you can imagine this is time-consuming, 
expensive, but in theory, you should do exactly what you want it to do and should be able to scale for quite some time to accommodate your future uh, wishes and desires. On the complete opposite end, you have what are, you know, they term commercial off-the-shelf e-commerce platforms. We, we've got the tools in here, your SaaS type tools, like your big commerces and your Shopify's. Up here in the upper right quadrant, we've got uh, what we consider to be headless. So a lot of platforms, and more and more these days, uh, will let you leverage the, the features and functionality of the platform itself, but not have to use their content management system. Uh, typically in platforms, it's the CMS that has always kind of stymied people for its lack of flexibility. And, but it's never been particularly easy in the past to separate the two, which is why a lot of people who started on WordPress, which was a great CMS, content management system, were so enamored with this concept of going to WooCommerce, the e-commerce plugin, because the content was so much easier to manage, or they just had people that knew how to use that content management system, and it's well-established. But the e-commerce plugin is so limited comparatively. So then you go to the opposite extreme, you've got uh, platforms like Magento, which is our core platform that we support, and it's got tremendous features and functionalities, the ability to scale, the ability to customize, but it's CMS, not bad for e-commerce, but out of the box, it's not the most intuitive or easiest one for uh, non-technical people to go in and use. So this idea of headless is gaining nice traction uh, and there's a few different ways to approach it. And more common, we, we have a whole series of videos coming about this, which is progressive web apps, uh, where you basically have uh, tremendous control over the look and feel of your site on all kinds of devices, uh, but you get to leverage the features and functions of a platform. Now, in terms of integration efforts, not too bad. Uh, but in terms of uh, complexity and time, a fair amount. So you consider it be high up on the innovation scale, but lower on the, the need to do integration. In our world, when we're talking with folks about decisions of whether buy versus build, we're looking at that inventory set. We're looking at time to get live because there's a cost associated with not being live on the new feature set. And we're looking at a projected uh, time we expect that we're going to be able to leverage that technology before we have to replace it or rebuild it in some new format. It's really a business decision at that point. Uh, technologically, we're probably going to say, wow, this is the cleanest solution, the one that's going to allow you to get the most scale and growth. Oh, but it's going to be nine months before we can get, you know, before it's going to be able to get live and use it. This solution, oh, look at that. It's a module right out of the box and we can get it up and running in two weeks. Great, cheap, fast, easy. But we can already see that as soon as you grow by more than 35%, it's going to crash on our, on our testing. So, you know, if you don't think you're going to be growing that quickly or you, you want to take more time to validate your model, you might start here before you invest fully here. So those are the kinds of decisions that we want to try to help our clients uh, work through. In fact, right now we're working on a, a very interesting case where a client is a subscription style business and they have a fair number of orders and they have exceeded the capabilities of a baseline module. Do they have to build from scratch? Not necessarily. There are 
uh, third-party enterprise-grade subscription management tools out there, but they require a high degree of custom integration with the platform. And so uh, there's certainly more cost and time to get that up and running, but the long-term return on investment looks like it'll be far better than either A, building something completely from scratch, or B, uh, trying to leverage modules and, and shoehorning them in and making them work over time. Let's talk about the box. I often tell folks when they say they want to get, for example, a theme, you can go to Theme Forest. And for almost every platform out there, there's a theme that costs 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 50 bucks. And they look great. And they usually come chock full features and all these cool things that you know you're sure you're going to use. And and I'll sit there and say, yeah, I mean, some of them are, are actually halfway decent in terms of overall look and feel and will work out of the box. The problem is you have to be willing to live with the feature set that's been given to you for the most part. Because once you decide you want to customize that theme, once you decide you want to add features and functions that don't currently exist within that theme, it starts to become a Pandora's box. And you pull on one thread expecting a certain action, and you've actually unraveled this entire sleeve over here. And so this is where you've got to be really careful with any off-the-shelf solution. They are typically well-tested, and you can find ones that are, but they're tested for the features and functions that they have uh, included. And that even, that even means the how they're going to react on mobile and different browsers and all these pieces, right? So if you go in and you start to change things or have your developers customize these themes, this is where it becomes very unpredictable. So buy versus build, you have to look and say, hey, this is, this is going to really solve 99% of what I need and want for the next X amount of time. And that is good for me. That, that is sufficient for me to now work on my business and take it to where I want to go. And at that point, again, I can reevaluate. Am I needing something that is no longer available in that? And if that's the case, you're probably going to be better off either finding another solution that does have what you need or building at that point custom. And this is a lot of times we find with uh, front-end design. It's themes are great until they're not. And if you're going to, if you anticipate wanting to make a lot of changes to the look and feel of your website, then realistically uh, getting an off the shelf theme is probably going to limit you significantly, uh, both in terms of time uh, to get to work right and, and dollars, uh, because it just takes that much longer to troubleshoot and, and bring it all together than if you had just built it from scratch one time with clean code. Anyway, so that's a, that's a little bit of an overview on buy versus build. Uh, as we go deeper into this series, we'll look at a couple of the platforms that we tend to support and like and why. Uh, but then there's a few others out there that we're just getting our hands into and uh, real excited to share with you as well. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions, let us know. Thanks. For more insights on how to improve your e-commerce website and for a free consultation, visit ironplane.com. Follow us on social media and like and subscribe below.